Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, host of the Wisdom Smack podcast and your practical priestess of wisdom. Today, I have something that I need to get off my chest. And I would like for you to join me as we have a little conversation about some things that are afoot. So stick with me and join me on the flip as I get to talking about more is still more. I'll see you on the flip. Hey there, thank you so much for joining me on The Flip. So today, we're going to be talking about something that's so simple, but sometimes it is really hard to grasp it. It's an old saying that the folks that I grew up around used to say, what they said, more is still more. And there were different ways of looking at it. More is still more could mean that you have to do more if you want to get more. More is still more could also mean that if you wanted to learn more, you had to make sure that you didn't settle for less or get duped by thinking less was more. And on and on, there are many different iterations of it. But I wanted to say that because it came from me being partially raised by my grandparents who were children of the Great Depression. And when we were growing up, they taught us a lot of things from the context and the view of of their formative years of growing up in a time when there were such things as rations uh, where there were wars as well as where it was hard to make a living because there were a lot of constraints and wouldn't you know being raised in a time where there was lack constraint and austerity There tended, I noticed, to be this sense of self-reliance, self-sufficiency, and making sure that you moved quickly. My grandparents were not ones, especially my grandmother, were not ones to sit and wait on anyone to find out about something. And when I say find out about something or do something, they were very proactive because they were raised to understand that the early bird truly did get the worm. And if you waited, you lost. And that could be uh, your very survival. And so they were early risers. They were first to get somewhere. They were, they would be prepared, organized, and um, Johnny on the spot when it was time to get something, to inquire about something and the like. I was, I took it for granted. I really did. 
<laughs> I took it for granted because at times like this, I can see, especially in my family, my siblings, their children, and just the way we were raised, I see the hands of my grandparents reaching down in times like now and helping us to have that little extra oomph and to understand that more is still more. Don't be duped. Don't think that just because someone said to do something this way or that way, that that means that that's the only thing that you can do. I wrote this down uh, when I was thinking about today's um, topic that we were going to be talking about. And when I wrote it down, I was like, my, that's quite cynical. But it's, it's, it's the truth. And it's something that I've been wanting to get off of my chest. And that is, I wrote this, to be leery when anyone, anyone tries to convince you to do less of something or to take it easy, or even to take the easy way out. What you instead need to do is look at what they do and not what they say. Now that seems like common sense to me, but sometimes we need to be reminded. And it appeals to my sense of curiosity, my my need to question and investigate and see for myself. Because I have noticed that the masses have been lulled into this kind of dreamlike state where they're in a holding pattern waiting for someone to take over the reins and to be definitive and rescue them and 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 make things happen and I feel like I'm out of step with that because I feel the spirit of my grandparents rising up to say more is still more baby and that means that you got to do more if you're going to make it you can't rely on and think that somebody is coming to your rescue it's up to you and I'm not trying to paint any fear mongering or anything but I am trying to give you a piece of mother wit that my grandparents who went through something that was grave and lived to tell about it especially with all the shortcomings that they had to contend with being people of a uh, a bottom caste, if you will, in this nation that I have uh, been born into and raised. And I was going back and thinking about the things that I saw my grandparents do. I, I remembered how they would rise early and get up, you know, and, and go about doing things to be prepared. I remember them planting and um, uh, co-opting. We didn't know that was the term, but uh, co-opting with other people to have um, uh, uh, livestock so that they would have meats and things during the winter. And I, I just my grandmother making her own salves and and things uh, that she knew to make to help us if something were to happen. And when I was a kid, uh, I I remember having certain things that I am not going to talk about right now because it's none of y'all's business, you know, (laughs) you know, the childhood illnesses, but not I don't remember us ever really having to just go to the doctor for sniffles and cuts and bruises and those kinds of things because that woman, oh my gosh, she kept us healthy and she kept us eating healthy and always prepared. There was always something in the deep freezer that you could go to. I remember just just 
bags and bags of beans and succotash mix and um, tomatoes and canning and all of this stuff and not necessarily having to go spend a lot of money at the grocery store during the dead of winter because they were prepared. I also remembered how when I was a child, and I've spoken about this in other podcasts, how when I was a child, it was my grandmother who took me to get my first uh, banking account and taught me how to balance checkbooks and save money and save up for things and um, started introducing me into uh, the world of thrift savings as well as as what she was able to finances and on and on I could you know extol the values of the byproducts of being raised partially raised by people who survived the great depression and as I as I look at how this pandemic is treating us right now I seem to sense that there is a lack of a sense of urgency about what needs to be done um, from all hands, not government, not people, but just a lull over everything. I I, I don't want to go woo woo, but almost like a sense of a of a lackadaisical spirit of yeah, it'll all work out. And I'm like, am I out of step with this? And so, so let me just tell y'all, even today. I was uh, going through and, uh, you know, trying to be diligent to do more calls to, you know, insurance companies and my utilities and all these other places because I'm like, okay, it looks like this is the long haul. I work for myself. Um, everything is down. I am not, you know, getting the, the clients that I used to get. And, and it, you know, I'm, I'm trying to channel what my grandparents are channeling and lo and behold um today they started rolling out stimulus checks and wouldn't you know (laughs) mine had a you know an issue I'm not gonna go into the issue and I'm not going to go into all of the rigmarole and all of that just suffice it to say that I was not alone and I quickly heard from a few other people that were like yeah my stuff was messed up too and for me my situation was like oh well I don't know if you're going to see this anytime soon and immediately the spirit of my grandparents rose up in me and it was like more is still more you've got to do more if you if you if you're going to have more, you've got to do more. This is not the time to wait around and wait on someone to uh, fix it for you. You've got to do what you've got to do. And without thinking, I got off my duff, if you will, and started uh, getting online, doing my research, calling, checking, asking, and getting my and not in a bad term or a bad way, getting my hustle on and when I talked to another person they were like well they said this date and before I knew it I was like who cares about this arbitrary date that they said don't you know that a lot of this stuff is first come first serve and by this time I was sending them to websites and I was like look what does that say when they run out they run out (laughs) 
right? And I had to catch myself because I was aghast that this person would think that everybody's going to be allocated something. And I was like, where's your sense of urgency? And and they were still like, well, they said, I was like, I don't care what they said. <laughs> well, you know, you get in and you do. And sure enough, and I know I'm not telling all the story because I, I don't think it's y'all's business to know all the granular details. But what I will say is, is finally they caught on fire and started doing what they needed to and a few hours later they were you know on the good foot getting getting done what they needed to get done and I know I can be pushy and bossy sometime but at times like this we can't allow the stupor of whatever this is of disbelief of um of of stunned um silence of whatever it is to freeze us out where we become immobile and can't move and so I know this is not necessarily sexy I know this is not necessarily what you would think is a wild and crazy podcast and all of this but I I am going to tell you that this is definitely not the time to do less this is not the time to believe anybody who says to take it easy to chill out Mm -mm. you need to be working even more so um a lot of people that used to go to a nine to five are now uh working hours like i work and they're starting to find out that when you work from home and especially if you're trying to generate income outside of a company you work way more than you do if you work for someone else and they are starting to commiserate with each other and and i've gotten a few calls like well how do you do this i was like you keep a schedule and you treat yourself like you're a kindergartner and they were like what i was like yeah i was like Think of yourself as a five-year-old or four-year-old who goes to school and has a set schedule. And I was like, the more you can adhere to that set schedule, the more you can get done. Because if you look at the life of the average preschooler, kindergartner, whatever you want to call it, they do a lot. And thus, they are expected to have more. They're in their formative years where they're not only learning uh, educational things, they're learning social graces and manners. They're, they're learning um, uh, psychological cope, coping mechanisms and um, so many other things that, that will help them through their life. They're learning how to handle stress. They're learning how to deal with people who are not their friends and family and who really don't care if they're cute or not. Um, they're having to negotiate a a world that can seem adversarial and so it's best for them to also learn that structure and schedules will help you and so for a lot of the people who are like hmm this is going to go on for, for a long time I have to be on webinars every day and working like this hard for a long time I'm like yes you do <laughs> and, and I'm like and you're going to even be expected to do even more and just having people get that realization is something for them because they are now starting to finally get that this is not play this is real and only those who keep up and are willing to do more are going to be able to make it through and 
I don't know if this is any kind of wake up call for you, but if it is, I need you to realize you got to wake up. This is not a holding pattern. This is not until we get back to normal. This is the new normal and more really is expected. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, some of uh, the things I've been observing recently. And I've talked about this concept in the past. I want to talk about foot soldiers uh, and and infantry and how you know if that's what you used to be and now you're being called to be more. You see, infantry comes from the word that has the word infant in it. And it was given to young boys between the ages of 14 and 16 who were too young to necessarily handle a horse while fighting and engaging in battle. And so the infantry were foot soldiers who or uh, obeyed the orders of the captains, the lieutenants, the generals, the sergeants and the like. And so a lot of times they only knew what their orders were and they couldn't they wouldn't or couldn't move or, or take initiatives outside of the orders that came down. And the orders that came down a lot of times only had the what and maybe the how to them, but they never usually had the why. And to move up from an infantry person, I'm not going to say infantry man, infantry person to a higher up meant that usually someone either had the courage to do it or they were taken under uh, the the wings, if you will, of a uh, um, of of a, uh, their higher ups and it took time to break them out of the mentality of just being an order doer and I hate to say it but a lot of people don't realize that for so long they've been the infantry and now they are required to be the upper brass they're required to be the general of their own life and there are so oh my gosh there are so many people that are having to go through these growing pains where all they want to do is do less to hide and to say don't you see how much I'm suffering don't you see how hard this is do something come rescue me come help me I don't know how much longer I can hold out waiting on you to do something and the sad but unfortunate truth for a lot of people is that you may not ever get that coming to get you and so either you do it now or you wait until it's almost too late to do it but you've got to get to the point where you believe in enough of your believing yourself enough to start doing more for yourself now this is not about bootstrapping this is not about you know uh, just doing you know for yourself and no help I'm not trying to say that because we all need help and no person is an island unto themselves what I'm what I'm trying to convey probably clumsily but what I'm trying to convey is in the meantime and in between time while you are anticipating as you should some help because we all need help start to dare to do things that you may have never considered before and in order to do those let me talk a little bit about some of the things that you might want to brush up on or or borrow 
or uh, exert. And these are going to be some certain traits. So one of those is courage. Yes, it requires a lot of courage to act in a way that you've never acted before. It requires a lot of courage to do things that you might think could possibly get you in trouble. One of the biggest things that I find is when there is something that someone in authority has not co-signed on that you you possibly might need to do. Now, I'm not talking about breaking the law or anything like that. What I'm talking about is taking the initiative to go and find and do things that have not been sanctioned, that have not been thought about. You know, letting that creative spark lead and guide you to explore and to see if there's a new way that you hadn't thought about before to explore and to figure out and to make a way to do something. There are studies that have shown that you can have two people of equal um, mental ability and capacity and based on how they were raised. And it's not even about if they were raised poor or, or rich, you know, or whatever, but how they were raised to include a sense of curiosity. The person who has a higher sense of the quest to answer a question, the quest to see more is the one that usually proves to be able to do more, have more and be more in their lifetime. And then if you couple that with the regular stuff, like if you were raised in a um, a, a family or a community of means as opposed to one of lack, then that'll put you over the top as well. But you can still have that person who was raised in basically nothing, who was not nurtured to um, to embrace their curiosity and still they rise. And so, yeah, there are some outliers that can make it as well. But when it comes down to it, they were willing to do more so that they could have more. And maybe I'm talking to someone out there that you you knew this, but you didn't you didn't think of it recently. And maybe this is this is set up to tell you, wake thyself up, do more, you know, channel your grandparents or parents or great grandparents who who made it through the Great Depressions of the world because it was around the world and understand that they took nothing for granted that nothing was guaranteed and so you got while the getting was good while you had breath in your body while you were able to take advantage of your your health or your youth or your beauty or whatever resource you were afforded you made the best of it you didn't waste a moment of daylight a moment of opportunity you didn't waste any of it because more still means more so courage the next one is confidence now i will say this that when you are confident it is a a part of your humility and it requires that you know a little bit about yourself because with confidence is different from arrogance arrogance is when you behave in a manner that you're not necessarily sure of or that you've never tested to see if if you're able to pull it off but confidence comes out of a, a sense of knowing and of experience that you're able to produce the goods that you are who you say you are and a lot of us have to come overcome that sense of that imposter syndrome that gives us doubt and in times like now 
You have to get to the point where you connect directly into that one piece. If you, if that's all you have, that one piece that makes you confident in who you are. If all you can be confident is, is that you have your name and you have a will to do, go with that and move forward. Because with confidence, confidence can even trump reputation, skill set, or history. People love winners. And if you're confident and you're trying to achieve something, you look like a winner. And people tend to give you the benefit of the doubt. They tend to rally behind you and they tend to support what you're trying to go after and trying to achieve. You know, even with the way you portray yourself, you know, have good line of eyesight with people use your hands open up your body uh and you'll find and smile and you'll find that even if you're a little shaky and a little wobbly by following you know the physicality you'll start to embrace your confidence to do what it is that you need to do and then the next thing is is understanding that you can know one of the I think the most diabolical things that could possibly ever happen happen is when someone has been gaslit or they don't understand fully what's happening. So remember I talked about making the shift from being a foot soldier or part of the infantry to moving up into part of the brass or the officers or the ones who 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 make the moves. People tend to do what they are accustomed to they tend to move in the ways that they are used to and it takes um a, a bit of of verve a bit more umph to push out of that and that bit of umph or verb is not necessarily just because you want something sometimes it just comes to where you have to know something you have to know something different and for a lot of people that are listening to this I'm going to tell you to be able to have more by doing more it's going to come down to you knowing more everybody thinks that it's just I get out there and I just do 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 and for some people it means that you need to slow down and study you need to go and learn your craft learn the industry you want to get into learn the ways of how things are done whenever you are looking at anything there are always going to be players and pawns and there's always going to be a game master as well and it surprises me how I used to get anything done rushing forward without a good understanding of the field I was coming on to and Believe it or not, a lot of the things or the areas that you might be led to look into or to uh, get involved in, they will have uh, whisperings and hints of this architecture and this structure of who really runs stuff, of who really are the players as opposed to who are the posers and who are the pawns. And if you take a little bit of time to gather your information and get prepared, you'll be okay. And then when you couple that back on treating yourself like a kindergartner where you have structure, meaning that you you do your um, routines that work, you know, you know what your day is going to be composed of and you take time to um, to rest, to reset, to to. Uh, get your exercise to get good nutrition to rest your mind and um, uh, not overtax yourself 
you'll be amazed at by incorporating what you're what you're trying to do more of in a structure how much further you'll get I was listening to um, a webinar the other day and um, this doctor was talking about the toll of uh, stressors and worry on people and how it affects our energy levels, our weight, weight loss, weight gain, our ability to process, our ability to remove toxins and um, ill feelings from our bodies. And uh, what he made a point of was he was like, what we found was that when people did more, but they did it in an intentional way where it was structured, they didn't have to do it for as long as someone who was just trying to push through. And so what he was getting at is he was saying that there just comes a time when if you can compact what it is in some type of structure and believe that it's, you know, advantageous, having um, the courage to do it, you'll get better results. And I, I was like, really? And, you know, nosy me, curious me. I went and uh, started looking in Google Scholar. Y'all Google Scholar, don't sleep on Google Scholar uh, to, to look and see if there was any more, you know, that backed up what he was saying. And, and sure enough, I found um, uh, abstracts and uh, other research that said the same that by actually uh, setting out to do more and having some type of structure that you intend to follow, you are able to accomplish more without having to expend as much energy as if you didn't have some type of structure and you just had a vague idea of what you were going for. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. That makes so much sense. So as we're coming to a close, let me just wrap this up by saying that right now is the time for you to step up your game. It is the time for you to understand that <laughs> there is no rest for the weary, that you are being called out of the field and into the planning. You are being called from moving from being an expendable pawn to being a player who knows the rules of the game and is able to work within those rules. You're also being called to step up for yourself, for your family, to do more, to get more. And doing more means that you can't just rest or not even rest or just try to hold on until somebody comes to get you. You can't outsource your advancement. You can't think that other people are going to care more about what you're trying to do or even what you're trying to survive through than you can. And I don't know how, you know, you might be dealing with things right now, but I'm going to say this. Have faith in yourself. Get to the point where you can believe in what it is that you do. And then be strong in your um, ability to to move forward. You're not going to know everything. You're not going to be perfect at it the first time. But when you start doing more, you start gaining more confidence, more courage. And you start moving into the points um, where you start seeing more and being able to be more shrewd uh, and seeing how the game really is played so that you can take advantage of what you need to. So I hope that this helps you. And I want you to understand that this race, it is about endurance, but it is also about you doing. So get out there and make it happen. And yeah, 
There will be people along the way that are going to help you, but don't count on them. Be moving in the midst of waiting for your help. So guess what? Yeah, my time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spiva, your practical priestess of wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Please don't forget to check the show notes, like, subscribe, and share. If you have anything you'd like for me to cover, send me a note. And because this is a daily podcast, I am going to see you tomorrow. Have a great one. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, Uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.